Hey guys, it's me, Charles, again. I'm not here with Garrison today because Garrison couldn't make it. But I am here with my friend, Koi. Hi. Um, today we're going to be talking about The Phantom Menace. Um, personally, I thought The Phantom Menace was actually like a really good movie, even though it like got a lot of hate because of Jar Jar Banks. But yeah. it was pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. Jar Jar character- Banks is the best character, though. Why are you laughing? That wasn't that wasn't a joke. Why are you laughing? You're right. You're right. I'm so sorry. Um, so we're gonna start off by summarizing the entirety of, well, not really the entire. It's gonna like do a little quick summary of a uh, Phantom Menace. So it starts off with um, two Jedi Knights, Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan. Or do you want? Do you want to explain yeah. it? I mean, first of all, it starts off with uh, the classic text scroll across the screen. Yeah, that, it, yeah every Star Wars movie does. And then it pans to the uh, them in their ship. Qui-Gon and then actually, Obi-Wan. before Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan show up, uh, the captain of their ship requests access through the blockade that the Trade Federation has above Naboo. And then they grant access to make negotiations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say the negotiations didn't go very well. The and, this, and when when they board the ship, this is the first time we see the B one battle droids, which I thought was pretty cool. But we'll get to that. Oh, yes. We'll get that. We'll get to that later. Um. Then yeah, it doesn't go very well, and they it does not go at well at all. They encounter droid because droid because. Uh, and they escape to the planet of Naboo down below, where they meet Jar Jar Binks, who yeah. is saved by Qui Gon Jinn. That is happening, but you're kind of forgetting some stuff. I think some key facts about those prior scenes is uh, while they're in the meeting chamber, the chamber is actually filled by a gas called Dioxys, which That's... you can notice will say survive that. And the droid that they first meet is actually TC 14, which is a Kind of silver C-3PO kind of droid. Yeah, I mean C-3PO is like silver in one of the movies. <laughs> it's silver yeah, in that. Well, his arm. I think his arm turns silver because he loses it. Um. No, he's like silver, and then he goes gold, and then his oh. one of his arms he loses is like turns red. But we'll get to C-3PO in a minute. Well, I'm just trying to like do a little quick summary of the whole movie. Um, they go to Naboo, then they meet with the Gungan leaders. Yes. And then they just go off and save the princess, the 13-year-old leader of Naboo. It's like, I don't even know why they put children in charge of the don't entire forget. planet. <laughs> There's a whole, like, section. Of, they go through the core to get yeah. to Naboo. Yeah, they do go through the whole core to get to through Naboo. Yeah, to save her. Mm-hmm. And then they save her. And that's where they um they flee the planet. Off to they get out of the blockade. They have plans to go to Coruscant. Yeah, they have plans to go to Coruscant. But their hyperdrive is damaged and they are forced to land in Tatooine. And they go into town and that's where they meet um, a little boy named Anakin Skywalker. Because he is the slave for the uh, part merchant that they visit. Yeah. 
uh, Padme and him kind of hit it off as friends uh, while the merchant is showing uh, Qui-Gon Jinn some parts. Mm-hmm. For the parts, uh, he goes back into the town and while wandering around, uh, Jar Jar Binks angers Sebulba, which is the <laughs> first time we do see Sebulba, and Sebulba kind of tries to fight with him, and Anakin stops him by trash-talking him, which is a really weird way to stop someone from fighting with you, but it works. <laughs> it And then they uh, meet this old lady, and she tells them that the storm's coming, they go inside, and then that's where, they, where we meet... His uh, mother. That's where, that's where we meet uh, C-3PO. Yeah, and his mother. And a funny thing I I thought of uh, during this is that Anakin is basically like Star Wars Jesus because he has no father. He was birthed yeah. by the midichlorians. Yeah. Space Jesus. No, that's Obi-Wan, bro. Everyone calls Obi-Wan Space Jesus. Yeah, but I, I yeah. Because he is very uh, cool. Yes. Hey, did you but, know um, Ewan McGregor's uh, brother is in the, I think, the Royal Air Force? And people call him OB2. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't think so. I read something about that. I'm not sure how much truth is in it, but yeah. He's in the Air Force? The Royal Air Force, yeah. Oh, and they call him Obi too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we we mustn't forget. Uh, the scene in the house is also the first time RTG two and CP three O meet. Oh, we forgot to mention that um, Darth Sidious since Darth Maul. Ah uh, yes, uh, Darth Sidious does in Darth Maul. I don't know how you forget the main to find them. And so um, Obi-Wan is back on the ship and a transmission is sent from the governor. And Obi-Wan says, don't send a reply. They might send a trace, but they still get a trace anyway. Somehow they must have sent a reply or maybe receiving that transmission gave them the trace, but Darth Maul goes to Naboo. I mean, sorry, uh, Tatooine. Yeah, yeah, Tatooine. And uh, we just and then the the whole entire pod race, which is pretty fun. Yeah. So the pod race comes. Uh, so Qui Gon Jinn pretends the pod that Anakin has built is his, and wagers the royal ship. And for the pod race and then if he if Anakin wins he gets the parts he needs and he gets to keep his uh, ship little... and the merchant and, the, and take the little boy with money. him well the boy is actually a separate bet in which the merchant bets on Sebulba and Qui-Gon Jinn says I bet on the boy and if he wins, I get the boy. And initially, he goes for the boy and his mother. And then um, 
the part merchant rolls a die that it has red and blue sides, and a Cryvengen uses the force for it to land on blue for the boy. And the boy is freed after winning the pod race. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's basically half the movie. And then they go to Coruscant. Oh, they inter- inter- encounter Darth Maul, fight Darth Maul, and then go to Coruscant. Yes. Or meet the Chancellor, not not Palpatine. Um, yeah. And then the Chancellor is kicked out by Palpatine in the movie, and he becomes the Chancellor. But well, the Queen doesn't. He isn't uh, kicked out by Palpatine. He's actually kicked out by the Queen because the Queen actually votes for a vote of no confidence on the strength of the Chancellor's power. Mm-hmm. And then the Senate takes a vote on who the new Chancellor will be, and that ends up being Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, ends up being Palpatine. So it's all part of his plan the whole time. Um, yeah. Let's just, let, I'm going to like skim through it um, as fast as I can so then we can start, actually start talking about it. Uh, where are we at? Yeah, he becomes Chancellor, and then they don't think that the Chancellor has time to actually help him, so they go back to Tat- uh, Naboo, not Tatooine, go back to Naboo. Um, they go back to. Naboo, they uh, decided to free their people, and then they fight Darth Maul, and then that's where they that's where they capture a viceroy who is behind the whole thing. What well, actually is? We mustn't forget the best part about that scene, which is the fight between the droids and the Gungans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that... between the droids and Gungans. And I think I believe is that I think that is the part where uh, first part where we hear the. Uh, Federation theme that goes da, 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 when <laughs> the droids are all dropped onto the ground. Mm-hmm. And then by luck, because Anakin gets into a uh, N1 Starfighter and blows up the uh, command ship, the Gungans win because all the droids are shut, out, shut down. Mm-hmm. So pure luck. We mustn't forget, yeah, actually. Um, Quagrin dies. Quagrin dies. Spoilers. Yes, he does die. He is impaled by Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And then Darth Maul is chopped in half by Obi Wan. Yes. I think my favorite part about see about that scene was the uh, the force field kind of things that prevented Obi Wan from moving just straight to Darth Maul, and just mm-hmm. like how it also they turned on Quagrin and started meditating. And mm. As soon as it turns off, he's back to fighting Darth Maul. Yep, I just love that part. And that's basically where the movie ends. Where they just recapture uh, Naboo, and that just starts like a little conflict between the Trade Federation and the Republic. And there's a huge party. There's a gigantic party. Yeah, there's a gigantic party. Now let's get into the details. Um. So yeah, at the beginning of the movie, um, we see the uh, we see the two Jedi, two new Jedi. Oh no, one new Jedi we've never we've never seen before, Qui Gon Jinn. Yes, and Obi Wan. Uh, but and then they go off in like into the the blockade, the, into path. the blockade for negotiations, and that's where we see like the first droids that are not R two D two or you know what I mean, but like we see um, battle. Yeah, we see also see battle droids which we had never seen before. Yeah, um, 
Which I thought, you know, I like battle droids. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, like had, I had to have a little fact that the I, I find funny that the first line that Obi-Wan says is a classic CB3 quote is, I have a bad feeling about this. Or Admiral Akbar as well. Mm. Basically, a lot of Star Wars characters say that. But yeah. Didn't um, Han Solo say that too? I think. I can't remember. I th- oh, we'll, we'll get to that in the future. I think he did. Um, but yeah, but I like seeing the battle droids and the droidicas and that yeah. whole fight with them. And um, it's just it's really cool. The, 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 it, and I like how they did, just didn't like choose humanoids for like Naboo. Like just yeah, like well humans. The Gundams, yeah, like... The, uh, like all the Gungans and all that, and the sea creatures below. Yeah, the what is it? I, mean, I actually wrote down the name that a goober fish is uh, the fish that tries to bite the submarine. Goober. But I think fish? the favorite, my favorite part about that first kind of bit on Naboo is like the humorous cracks where uh, the viceroy asks if landing troops on Naboo would be legal, and Darth Sidious just replies. That he'll make it legal. Yeah. Uh, I call Jar Jar oh, yeah. illegal in this in the city. <laughs> yeah, and he's then clumsy. I like, uh... Oh, he just cut out. Okay. It happened at all? You just cut out there for a second. And oh yeah, Jar Jar. The thing is, it's so funny. He thinks like that. Qui Gon really saved him, but when watching this scene, you realize how Jar Jar just grapples Qui Gon Jinn. <laughs> he Qui Gon Jinn is just forced to duck and save both of them. I know. Before like they're both dead by those tanks. Well, actually, did you know that? Um... Bro, Garrison's online now. He was online earlier. He just wasn't picking up. It don't matter. Okay. Um. So actually, save the one from the first one. So we just continue off there. Okay. So the thing about sitting here on Discord is it actually takes me to a website. And this one actually takes. Oh. Okay. That's probably gonna help more then. Yeah. Okay. So. Sorry, guys, we just had some technical difficulties. Um, as I was saying, Qui-Gon, if you didn't know, Qui-Gon Jinn, um, he was a Jedi. He was a really cool Jedi. Uh, if you didn't know that, he was a lot different than the Jedi. He wasn't a lot on the Jedi Council because he had a different connection to the Force. Like, a really different connection to the Force than all the other Jedi, which really set him apart. Any commentary? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's also revealed that he did break the code uh, prior to the movie. Yes, he did. So, that's also another reason he's not allowed them to get counsel. He, people say that um, if he if he was still alive, he would be able to like sense Palpatine's presence in the in the uh, as a cha- when he was a chancellor because he's just so strong in the Force. That's just what I've heard. I don't really know if it's true, but it could be true. It's probably true because 
it, it's just probably true. I don't know. But um, so you were saying about Jar Jar Binks, how he um, tumbled Qui-Gon Jinn earlier. That was a pretty funny scene. Oh, no, 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 no. Qui-Gon Jinn ducked with Jar Jar because Jar Jar grappled yeah, because Qui-Gon Jinn. Jar Jar basically grappled him, and then when uh, Qui Gon Jinn basically tackled Jar Jar to the ground, so they didn't both get trampled by a tank. Jar Jar took that as Qui Gon Jinn saving him, and bada bing, bada boom, life debt. Did you, um, you know, I don't know why Jar Jar gets so much hate. Like the actor, like I'm pretty sure almost killed himself because of that. Like he, like Jar Jar wasn't actually that bad of a character. Yeah, Charger is a great character. Yeah, it, it just adds more like a little like more jokes like, aside. I mean, like he's a, he was a genuine character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked him. He might have been a bit comical, but I think comedy was something that was a aspect to this movie that kind of added to it. Maybe it's trying to like lighten the mood. Or something like it's supposed to like lighten yeah. the mood throughout the movie, and then just like make it like super dark at the end. I don't know what like, but it he was actually a, a really good character. I thought. I think the Phantom Menace in a whole was a pretty lighthearted movie compared to some of the other Star Wars movies. Oh yeah. So I think that was very fitting. His his character was very fitting, and when he was needed on the battlefield. He um he did stuff. Yeah, the thing about Phantom Menace is like it's a really different tone than all the other movies because when it becomes um Attack of the Clones, it gets a major shift because uh, like a war is starting. Yeah. Like um, in the Phantom Menace, you kind of see the first glimpse before the war. Yeah, it's like like old Republic, but like it's not really old Republic. It's like you know what I mean. But it's just like it, it. It's different. It's supposed to be different. Yeah, and I feel that was, that was a great uh, choice on the part of the writers and uh, the uh, everyone else who made the movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sorry, I'm a little far away from my phone right now. I had to get some. Um. But yeah, overall, that's a pretty uh, good movie, I thought. It just got like a lot of hate for no reason. And it's probably because uh, some people disagreed with uh, having a, a lighter Star Wars movie than usual, which I yeah I don't get, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like to talk about another character? Um, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, we could talk about Padme. Sure. What? Um, I mean, it, she's just a little kid. There was not much like much stuff about it except like it. She just introduced politics of Star Wars. I just like a, a tad bit. It just showed us like how Star Wars was important. But we have something already planned for that in the future. So, yeah. But um, the, character, the actor was uh, did a great job, and I like yeah. how they used her. I like how they used her in the movie. I, thought, I found it kind of funny how they made like children the leader of a uh, an entire planet. I mean, she was elected too. And I know, like, how? Why do you elect a child? Like, what is going on? Maybe it's just like a different culture they have. Yeah, 
And I mean, it's not like she isn't wise. I, I feel like the children in the Star Wars universe are way more wise than children in uh, our universe. <laughs> exactly. Like you have a a child captaining a, a ship. You have Anakin who pod races with his lightning fast reflexes. Mm-hmm. It just like sets a different. It sets a mood. Yeah. But I feel like it sets a mood to have like they're young, but it's starting a new generation of newer people, which change, makes makes a major shift in the Republic or like Jedi Council, the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but later on in the movie, we see Darth Sidious and uh, Darth Darth Maul. They're just talking, you know. They're talking, they're chit chatting about their evil schemes. Obviously, Darth Maul doesn't know that he's like just a pawn, and Sidious' whole plan. Like, I like Darth Maul. He's a great character. Yeah, like oh, they didn't we, do much with him in the movie, though. Yeah, they they it's very he's a very static character in the Phantom Menace, but he's kind of branched off in uh in the Clone, in Wars. The Clone Wars and in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Yep. They said he was supposed to be in the Bad Batch, but I don't think I don't, that was just rumors. He might be in it. He's also in uh, Solo, uh, the movie. At the end, though. Um, I was gonna go on a whole speech about Solo, but that was not the episode. So, yeah. Uh, did you know that the um? I don't, you probably knew this already, but the uh, in the scene where Anakin's walking away from his mom, you can actually see a shadow of Darth Vader. Oh, I think like, I like under Anakin, like a shadow of Darth Vader, and it looks like Darth Vader. Like it's I'll, it's I'll such a go... popular Easter egg. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look at that myself. I I've heard of it, but oh yeah, when I when I first heard of it, I was like, oh, I should go look at look at that and go back and rewatch the entire Phantom Menace and look at it. Oh, did you also know that ET is in Phantom Menace? I didn't. You didn't. I didn't actually. You didn't. He is. He's in the background of the um of the Senate meeting, like the entire Senate meeting. He's in the background. He's like just he just like a bunch of ETs. Like three of them. Uh, I might have gotten a glimpse, but I didn't realize it was ET. It, I, I, it was really. I got. I was really surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect them to like put ET, but Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were actually really good friends. Oh, it's a nice fact. Um. Do you have any anything else to say about the Phantom Menace? Um, I mean, it was an amazing movie overall. I thought, yeah, it was but I'm done. I I don't have anything else to say, and if you don't have any, anything else to say, um, I think we, we can wrap I mean, this up. I'm not really wrap it up yet. Um, there's there's always something we could talk about the uh, the little fish underwater. Oh uh, yeah. I did love that scene. Um, <laughs> the goober fish that originally uh, eats uh, try, or attempts to eat the submarine is then 
eaten by another fish, and uh, Qui Gon says, "There's always a bigger fish." And, and then as they speed off, fish. that big fish is ripped apart by a huge fish with arms. The fish has arms, and it puts oh. it in his mouth and rips off his tail and eats the head. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's not forget the uh, the huge battle at the end with the droids versus the... Uh... Dungeons, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun battle. I like how Jojo Binks just became like... A general. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he became a general. <laughs> but I feel like the big boss did that just to screw Jojo. He's like, Jojo will hate this. He's such a scaredy cat. And, then he's, like, and he's like... And he like destroys like a whole like battalion of droids by himself. Yeah, basically, he's like, he like has like the torso of a droid, and he's like, he's just like flopping it around, just and it's firing at the other droids, and it's just like, boop, boop, boop. I know. And he takes down that tank, and then they, he doesn't jump onto the, uh, he didn't jump in time, and then they both get surrounded by battle droids, and then Anakin and his starfighter takes out the control ship and the droids are shut down and the gungans won by basically pure luck they did well uh, uh, it's because uh yeah because anakin did what he did yeah <laughs> they like acted like they won or something yeah they, they did that like they won they were like we did this um the battle was us the battle between uh qui-gon jinn obi-wan and darth maul that was like a notorious an iconic battle fight, like a not battle fight, you know, you know, a fight, like a, an iconic fight. Yeah, especially this to an amazing battle music. Yeah, the duel of the fates. Mm-hmm. Plus, I know, I know you you've heard me talk about this before, like, but I love the force fields in that scene. Yeah, so yeah. much. Force fields. Yeah, this like just the. The hallway is just there's force fields that turn on and off, and I I really pay attention to that scene. I love it so much. In that, so the first scene, the force fields first turn on, and when uh, Qui Gon Jinn and Darth Maul realize that we'll be on for a minute, a while, Darth Maul turns. They both turn out their lightsabers. Darth Maul starts pacing, but Qui Gon Jinn starts meditating, and uh, Obi Wan is stuck in between and. Uh, it turns off again, and Obi-Wan starts running. They're fighting. Obi-Wan gets stuck behind one, and Obi-Wan witnesses Qui-Gon Jinn get impaled. I just realized that... Um, what's, what's the kind of place Obi-Wan? I literally just saw him. I literally just Ian had McGregor? his... Ian McGregor, yeah. He's a, he's a Scot- he's Scottish. I didn't even know yeah. that. You didn't know he was Scottish? I didn't. I thought he was like... Um, European. Like, I, I mean, it's European, but like, I didn't know he's Scottish. Yeah, he's Scottish. <laughs> also, it's not Ian; it's Ewan. Very, oh. like E W A N. Ewan, Ewan. Didn't um? I thought I think Scotland named like a mountain after him, but that might have been because he's actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I also loved how um, you could tell that they, in the scene itself, uh, 
when the uh, shields were about to shut off, you could see both Darth Maul and the Jedi could sense as soon as they were about to cut off because they would, right before it would cut off, they would both draw their lightsabers and start running at each other. Mm -hmm. And that's when that great scene of uh, after Obi-Wan loses his lightsaber, he jumps up, grabs uh, Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber with with the Force, and then severs uh, Darth Maul's torture from his legs. Yeah. So, I'd like to talk about Darth Maul, but we're going to be doing that in a, in a, in a few weeks now. So, yeah. we're going to... I can't wait to do that. It's going to be really fun to, like, evaluate. Full character analysis, which will yeah. involve all of his appearances. All or most of his appearances. It... <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the movie just ends with, like, a huge party that goes on. Everyone's just, like, dancing around and partying. I was having a good time. Yeah. I, I genuinely like Star Wars. It's really amazing. I think most people do. That, yeah. It's, at least most but, people listen to this podcast. Star Trek. Um, if you did, did you know that, um... George Lucas only intended to be like six films because he didn't want it to be like Star Trek. He didn't want like so many films like Star Trek has. So he wa- he only wanted like only a few films, and then he wants well, the rest to be like to be like shows and all that and like mini series. Well, originally he actually he only wanted it. He only intended it to be the first uh, film, the new New Hope. He did not intend it to be a series at first, and then oh, yeah. it eventually led to be. Um, a great series that many love. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad he did that, though. Because... Yeah. I wouldn't imagine a Roblox roleplay. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, I was just talking about Roblox roleplays. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's fun just, just, like, to go back and rewatch all the movies, though. Especially Phantom Menace. Yeah, I like how the um the leaders of the Gungans um spoke too. It was pretty funny. Like, yeah, when you would just go, <laughs> he was like, "We <laughs> suck, <friends." laughs> It, I quite enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it so many times. Like, you've like, probably seen it a lot more than me. I've seen it. It's my third time watching it. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know more about it now. Because <laughs> we just talked about it. And I also took notes. Yeah, you also took notes. But yeah, I'd recommend you going back and seeing all the Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, or you just look them up on the internet. Yeah, that will probably be more time efficient. Let me see if the ET one's on the internet. It probably is. Yeah, you can see them. Dude, it's like they're on the bottom left corner. And they're so noticeable. Uh, I don't like, think I so ever noticeable. did stare at the bottom left corner. That's, I'm always... pretty sure that's what they intended. So just make more the focus on like a bigger picture. But they were like small, a little smaller. But yeah, there's a, whole, there's a video on it. Like 48 second video. 
You just look it up. It'll show you. But yeah. I can't believe it's been 22 years since the movies came out. Yeah. Right. I'm going to send you the image on the... You can look at it later. Yeah. But it... That this that's the whole movie basically. I mean that's what most of it we could talk about. Yeah. We're probably missing we should actually though. wrap it up now. Yeah, we should wrap it up. Um thank you for joining for joining everybody. Hopefully we can have Garrison next week. Hopefully. Uh next week we'll be talking about the seasons five through seven of Star Wars the Clone Wars. We're gonna finish that up. Yeah. And then after that we're gonna go more in the depth into the Star Wars the new new uh, newer series and characters and all that, and it's just gonna be fun. Yeah, and maybe we'll talk about Attack of the Clones too, because it, it that one's actually kind of good too. All right, um, thank you for listening. Yeah, bye, bye.